Hello and welcome to CurdCast, the podcast for people who like to eat cheese. I'm your host, Jen Mason, and with me today is the always lovely, always happy to eat box of cheese with me, Julie Fafan Balzer. Hello, Julie. Hello, I'm ready to eat cheese. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, and uh, before we get started, I just want to let people know two things. One, if you've never been here before, what are we doing? Well, CurdBox is our cheese and pairing subscription box that we send out every month. And every month, Julie and I record a sort of taste along. Um, and the other thing, so if you want to taste along with us next month, you can go to curdbox.com and get your box. But more importantly, as this podcast goes on, I will get slowly and slowly darker as I am doing this from uh, my place in Sicily that is without power in three quarters of the house. And where I am has to be where I have signal. And so my side will get moody and Julie's will stay nice and bright because it's the middle of the day um, where Julie is. So um, you get some atmosphere. Uh, we're transcontinental. It's exciting. It's <laughs> special. Oh, nuts. Oh, nuts. So uh, the theme of our box this month is on oh, nuts. So let's start tasting this on nuts um, box. So we're going to start today with three cheeses um, and there are no nuts in the cheese. Um, but what we did is chose cheeses that had sort of a nutty profile to them um, to stay on theme with our box today. So the first one we're going to do is Piave Vecchio. Um, and uh, you can go ahead and, and start eating. I cannot eat because we can't ship the cheese to Sicily. But um, this falls into our smooth and melty category. Um, Piave makes cheeses in like, I believe it's five different ages to a very young one to this, which is a 12 month aged. Um, it's the closest one they have that's to a Parmigiano Reggiano. I was lucky mm -hmm. enough last year this time to be um, brought out to the Piave, um, uh, the town where Piave is made. Um, we were taken to restaurants where the chefs made things, everything from Piave foam to melted Piave. It was beautiful. Um, we got to meet the cows. We got to see it being made. We got to stand on the edge of the Piave River, um, which is what the cheese is named after. Um, and it was fantastic. But um, I love this cheese. It's a super friendly cheese. It's a very affordable cheese. Um, and it comes in all different ages. So if you wanted something that was more of a snacking cheese, you could get something a little younger. But what I like about this is that it's, um, it's, it's got a little age on it, 12 months. So it's got kind of a nutty flavor to it, a little bit Parmigiano sort of flavor to it too. What do you think? Well, so I have to say a couple things I noticed is one, it has the flavor of Parmesan without the crumbly texture, which is really, it's kind of my brain is like, ooh, it's Parmesan, but it's smooth. So interesting. <laughs> and then also I left the rind on mine and I noticed that as I get closer to the rind, I'm not eating the rind, but when I get closer, that bite is totally different in flavor, more sort of sour creamy, I guess I would say, mm -hmm. than the bites that are further away. Okay. So I think you're smack dab on exactly what the difference is. Um, and I think this is going to play really nicely with some of our nutty um, pairings after this. Um, and this one, by the way, comes from Italy and is made by the Latte Bouche, um, or Busque, sorry. I should know that. I'm in Italy. I should know how to pronounce things. Um, <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful cheese. 
Um, highly recommend you looking for um, Piave. Um, your store may only carry one kind, um, but uh, you know, if you go from one store to another, they might pick different ages. So it's fun to fun to try those. Okay, our next nutty cheese um, is uh, is sounds like it's going to be Italian. It's called Ciao Angelo. It's by Bonima um, but it's a Gouda. Um, and this is, um, well, they say it has a little Parmigiano in it. It doesn't have Parmigiano in it, but it, it has a, a flavor profile of an aged Gouda plus a Parmesan. So you're going to, it's going to taste more like an Italian cheese than a Dutch cheese, which is fascinating mm. to me. It's got the crystals. Yes, which I exactly. I totally learned from you which is, I never knew what that was. I never knew how to describe it. I always thought it was kind of like an accident or a defect. And now I understand <laughs> it comes from aging, but oh my God. Yep. Oh, it's so good. It reminds me a yeah. little bit of like, um, maybe it's the black rind that's influencing me, but I'm thinking about black Betty. <laughs> ah, very mm. much. Cause it's an aged. Mm. it's a, I mean, that's a, a goat's milk, but um, it's, Oops. it's, very delicious. Um, so uh, <laughs> I'm glad you like this one. Um, and because it's it's crystallized and got a firm texture, um, it's good for grating as well. So if you wanted to grate it on top of something, um, this would be a good Gouda to do that with. Okay. I'll say again, like so, closer to the rind, it got a lot harder. Mm hmm. Which, yeah, because you know, if you think, think about it, that. that's where it's drying out from. So, you know, if you had a big sponge, it's going to dry out from the outside first and be wet on the inside or still have more moisture in it. Um, also, if you put anything on the rind, it's going to flavor the stuff closer to the rind more than it is the very center. So um, that's why it's always fun to get a nice big slice so you can sort of, it's like having two or three cheeses in one, especially if it's a big wheel of cheese. Okay. Next, uh, and I'm, I'm sort of rushing through these cheeses because I want to get to the pairings and talk about how to make, how to, how to be inspired by this to make your own thing. Also, I'm afraid we're going to be disconnected at any minute, but um, our next one is VAT 17. This one is made, this is a, it's VAT 17 World Cheddar. It's made by Deer Creek. Um, and this one comes from Wisconsin, which is not a country unless you think of it in terms of cheese, in which case it holds its own against a lot of other countries. And uh, this is a really interesting cheddar because what they've done is, um, so cheese is milk and cultures that you put in it. And the cultures is a very small amount of whatever uh, the things are that they want to make that recipe of cheese. It's like literally a little packet. Um, and what Deer Creek does for this one is they use cultures from a number of different cheddars from around the world. So they they basically have made a melting pot of cheddar here, which makes it unique from any other single cheddar that only uses one culture. And um, and they really play with this. And I love I love it when when our American cheese companies are experimenting with um, with with the recipes. Essentially, you know, in in Europe and, and abroad. Um, when people, even if you're not in the region that can make Parmesan Reggiano, you might make a cheese that follows that recipe. Like there are, are so many cheeses that you just, you make that, that cheese. We make, they make Pecorino here in, um, in Sicily 
and you ask them, you know, what is this? And it's just like the cheesemaker is like, I just took my milk from my sheep, um, which are pecorino, sheep's milk, and I made cheese with it. That's that's my recipe. You know, like they're not concerned about it, but it all just falls into the same. Um, so if you go from one cheese store to another or one shepherd who's making cheese to another, the cheeses taste very similar because they're all sort of following roughly the same recipe. But in the U.S., we do a lot more. We don't have the history to like just fall back on in a good way. So you find that um, American cheesemakers are trying to find their own um their own amazing recipes. And so Deer Creek well, cheese. You know, I read something the other day that I thought was interesting where they said that one of the differences between America and the rest of the world is that we're constantly like have the idea that we need to be the best and we need to like, like that's deep in our culture. Right. And really so is. there's like this striving always to like do better, be different, be unique, be the best. And like many European countries culturally have an ethos that's much more about like, fitting in, staying together. Do you know what I mean? Like something like that, mm -hmm. raising a community, like that kind of stuff. And so, so there's kind of a homogeny that's like more uh, allowed. And so it makes sense to me that Americans are like, I'm going to make a cheese that tastes different than any other cheese that nobody else has. Do you know what I mean? Because yep. we just have that culturally, that, that mindset. Yeah. And you wonder when you go back to early Romans or something, you know, they were trying to alive build the, these things and they've been around for so much longer and, and I'm just uh, every day I'm, I'm spending time thinking about how different where I used to live and where I, I, I'm living now is um, they've sort of settled into this is who we are as a people even though Italy itself is very very young as a country um, uh, it is um, the, the people have been here a lot longer. <laughs> I can just dig a hole in the ground and show you like multiple levels of, um, of people who have lived here before. Um, I'm not going to because there's big rocks on the ground and that would be a lot of work, but I digress. Let's get some more nuts. Okay. So those are our cheeses and they all taste different, right? They all have something different in them, but they all kind of have that nutty essence that uh and that comes from being cheeses that are somewhat aged interestingly enough that vat 17 the last one we tried was the oldest cheese that is aged two years um it's but, definitely uh, crumbly and has crystals and is so flavorful i love it mm -hmm. yeah it's it's fantastic um i think deer creek does a great job and anytime you see their cheeses give them a taste they've won so many awards. like i would sit here and list all the awards they've won but their cheeses are always winning awards so you know, just get boring to say how great they are. Um, okay. So pairings, um, because this is our on nuts, we wanted to do nuts, obviously, but we didn't want to just bring you three kinds of nuts. So we started with the Isadora Nut Company, who we've had in our box before, but this time we're sharing their turmeric nuts. About three years ago, turmeric sort of hit the fancy food world and uh, I was seeing it everything from tea to everybody had the turmeric flavored, turmeric flavored chocolate, turmeric favorite broth, turmeric flavored everything. Um, and I think it's settled down a little and the, and the, the good turmeric flavorings have, have sort of risen to the top. Um, this has three different nuts in it and, um, and it, it's got the turmeric in it, but then also has... Um, a little bit of it's it's a little bit of spice in it, but has um, just a touch of maple syrup. 
So it, it like just uh, mellows it out a little bit. What do you think? So delicious. It's <laughs> like, um, I mean, I think the thing that I most associate turmeric with Indian food, that's my natural, mm -hmm. like when I taste exactly. that flavor. So okay. it immediately takes me into like a really beautiful, you know, Indian meal. And then of course the thing about nuts is that they have so much umami so your mouth is full of yeah. this wonderful sort of like feeling at the same time that you're getting this sort of at least not sort of everyday flavor for me. Like I'm not even sure right. I have turmeric in my spice cabinet, you know, so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Totally. Um, okay. So ooh, I'm definitely getting moody and dark here. Um, so excellent turmeric nuts by the Isadora um, nut company. They're out of Minnesota. And those were our straight up nuts for the box. Our next um, sort of addition on here was nuts with a twist. So the Vermont Maple Almond Brittle. And this is by Sweet on Vermont. It comes from Burlington. It's adorable little packaging. And the sort of like, I always sometimes think about our pairings as the first one had turmeric and a little bit of maple. This one has maple. <laughs> And a little bit of almond, you know, so we're, we're so just like everything ties together. Um, well, I'd like to say that. that I left all of this stuff on the counter when it arrived. And uh -oh. I told my husband that he had to leave that stuff alone. But for some reason, <laughs> this has already been opened. So <laughs> I have to send you two boxes like, every oh, time. I didn't, I didn't have to open this. I guess it's because somebody ate some of it already. Anyway, my turn. <laughs> All right, I'm going to use the flashlight camera. Wow, this feels like I'm talking to you from pioneer times, which is mm. going to be difficult because this is on the back of my phone and my notes are on the front of my phone. Mm. What do you think? Story about cheese. <laughs> this know, is really good. Let me just do the under the chin one. Mm, 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 it's mm, nice mm. here. It's it's only 6.30 and the sun doesn't set for another hour, but I'm on the wrong side of the house for, for this. The, good, uh, the uh, golden hour is on the other side. So this is again, we're using nuts. Delicious. Mm, really good. It's in my teeth. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So our last one, and then we're going to mix and match. And while we're mixing and matching, while you're mixing and matching, um, I'm going to um, talk to people about how they can use this theme another way is the peanut butter puffs. Um, by Puffworks. Now we've had their chocolate peanut butter in a previous, <laughs> and the peanut puffs went everywhere. These are out of Oregon, and um, uh, they actually have <laughs> they've started a line um, called uh, Puffworks Baby, um, and a lot of parents are using them um, to help introduce their their little ones to nuts in a sort of try to keep them from having allergies, kind of uh, the exposure theory that's out there. Um, these have three ingredients, natural peanut butter, corn, and sea salt. Talk about I think clean it's interesting label. that peanut butter is the first ingredient on there because I've had peanut butter puffs before from another company. Mm -hmm. They were much less intensely peanut-y. I don't know how to describe yeah. it other than to say that those felt like puffs first with maybe some like peanut powder in them. This right, definitely yeah. feels like peanut butter. Like they have that heavy feeling yeah. that peanut butter they has. They really do, yeah, right? So yeah, so good. Yeah, like how a dry, mm. crispy thing can still taste um, dense and and 
I don't want to say moist. Again, so it has don't like the word moist. Somehow yeah. it has the mouthfeel <laughs> of peanut butter, which I'm so, yeah. I was so not expecting in any way. Totally amazing. Yeah. Can't stop eating them. Fantastic. Won't stop. <laughs> so some people might be like peanut butter and a cheese board. That seems weird. Well, first of all, it's nutty. So it falls into our category. And we also love these in chocolate. But um, you know, of one of the more popular, like little snack crackers are the cheddar crackers with peanut butter in them. Um, you know, the little square cheddars that like, I don't know, I never really quite understood where that came from, but you know, it's been around since I was little. Um, and, uh, and again, we are, uh, we're looking at pulling ideas from like everyday foods and saying like, what could we make for pairing? So so now you have the very difficult part of carrying on the um, tasting of the pairings and letting us know when you've hit a winner. And I'm going to talk to people a little bit about, so so this was, our theme was on nuts. Um, and we've done boxes in the past that were like all cheddars and all goudas where we're looking at them across here. We actually have taken a pairing. You could do that with like pickles. You can make, just go get like three different fun pickles and then get some cheeses that, that pair with it. Um, you could do, I've always wanted to do an apple one during apple picking season because I always want to taste all the apples together. Um, and you can have an apple party. Oh, what are you trying? Do you know which the ones you've got? And the brittle. Mm. Ooh, nice. Mm. A fine combination. <laughs> mm. Excellent. Um, you could, I mean, I was thinking, um, I'm here in Sicily where lemons are everywhere right now. And I was thinking, you know, you could do all lemony things um, and serve lemonades. You could you could do it where it's actually like a little bit of um, of a party with some friends and have everybody bring a different flavored lemonade. Like you can get a basil lemonade or make a rosemary lemonade or make a strawberry lemonade. Have everybody bring a pitcher and then you just supply the cheese and maybe the crackers that go with it. Um, and I would do all goat's milk cheeses. I would do fresh chev. Ooh. I would do uh, a goat's milk gouda. The goat's milk is going to go so well. And if you feel fancy, like I'd put in some like tart raspberry jam in with that and uh, maybe some shortbread cookies. But, you know, great summer, you know, picnic kind of idea. We just passed Mother's Day, but it would have been a great Mother's Day idea. Um, you know, my husband likes cheese, so it could be our Father's Day idea. But you get a little bit of that... Um, uh, you know, everybody, a potluck, but everybody's bringing just lemonade. And, um, and I've been on a like fancy lemonade kick lately when I've been traveling. Um, so many places are making like a mocktail version, uh, but of lemonade. So there, you know, there's sprigs of herbs and then there's just doing some fun stuff. So anyway, so think of something that is not just the cheese. Think of what the pairing could be and what could you do like a whole pairing story of one thing. Um, like, like I said, apples, pickles, here we have nuts. Um, could you do cookies? Could you do, oh my gosh, like, olives. I, I don't know where everybody is. Olives would be great. Um, mm -hmm. dried fruit, just like all sorts of dried fruit. There are just so many things. Just go into the store, pick an aisle, you know, actually crackers. There are so many different flavors of crackers. You could also try, you know, but be inspired. I, I, get overwhelmed just like everybody else's when I go to a cheese counter and I own the cheese counter. Um, so I try to find something that's going to be the, my guardrails because it's hard to pick from 85 cheeses unless I have like, okay, no, what we're going to do is all goat's milk cheese right now or anything that goes with pickles. Um, 
Um, you could do just things to pair with cider or um well, Mocktails, may I make an herb anything. metaphor for one moment, which because obviously sure, since I'm an artist, where I'm at. <laughs> but we talk a lot about in art how you want to have enough differences to make something interesting, but enough similarities so that it holds together, right? Yeah. And so what happens when you exactly. compare three cheddars or three lemonades or three kinds of nuts or whatever it is, is that what you're getting is enough similarities that it makes sense together, but enough differences, right, that it starts to be interesting. And in fact, in some ways, the more similar the things are, the bigger the differences seem, even though they may be very small. And so I think that's really yeah. fun when you start to talk about food, because so often it's like, okay, a cheese board is like a soft, stinky cheese, and then a hard <laughs> cheese, and then maybe like, you know, you throw in, a, you mm -hmm. know, a crazy maker like a blue cheese, but it's like, you right. don't have to do that tired old formula. Like the curd box teaches me over and over again that you can transform things with pairings, that you can, you know, transform right. things simply by comparing them to mm -hmm. other things. You know what I mean? Like these cheeses, because they're with each other, you taste the differences in a way that would be wildly different exactly. if I had like a blue cheese and a brie. Yeah. Yeah. For somebody who's never had like a cheese board uh, with three different cheddars on it, um, it will blow their mind. I always love doing that because they're like, oh, great, three cheddars. Wow. Like somebody else would have thought of something more interesting. And then they have them and they now start to understand because it's hard to remember. You know, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's like if you're not really a wine person and you have a Pinot Noir and you know you liked it, but you, you know, it's another week before you have something else or maybe it's a month before you're in a place where you're going to have another Pinot Noir. Can you just, all you can say is, I also like this one, or I don't like this one. And I remember I like the other one. When you taste things so far apart, it's so hard to really parse out what it is that you really like. But it's a great way to learn more about what you like, what what you don't like. And and actually even more is to like blow your mind because you had preconceived notions. And there's so few things these days that we get to blow our mind. You know, it's just, it's... Um, it's fun to it's fun to discover new things that were right in front of you all along, but it just depends what you're gonna look at and try at the same time. So yeah, I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, before with you. the curd box, I definitely thought that like cheddar was cheddar, and it was like kind of like a thing, you know, yeah. gouda is gouda. Okay, but like <laughs> now I get that there are subtle differences because I've had them in such close proximity to each other, right. and I think that's a wonderful thing to do for yourself, for your palate, for just your own education and knowledge to say mm -hmm. like, oh, there are subtleties the same way that like, you know, I live in Boston, but my version of Boston and your version of Boston and somebody else's version of Boston, it's, it's not the same city, but it is yeah. all Boston, right? Exactly. And so like, yeah, the same <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I agree 100%, 100%. So any great pairings there you want to point out before we Say well, I have well to say, the most interesting thing to me is that sometimes I find like the cheese is stronger than the pairings, and sometimes the pairings are stronger than the cheese. And I'll say this time around, the flavor profile on the pairings is very dominant, which makes sense because it's a nut box. And so, mm -hmm. a lot of times, what the cheeses are doing is adding in like umami and salt, and like, do you know what I mean? More than right. actually adding like a really strong flavor to what's sort of already happening. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent um, point of view. And I'm going to turn this off and make myself dark just so I can read off my notes since I don't 
have a printer I can right. print them with. Because so good. Okay, you keep eating, and I'm going to tell people if they want to find more out about Piave Vecchio, um, which is made by Latte Busque, you can go to Latte Busque B U S C H E. Um, and let's see, Deer Creek Farms. You can find them at Deer Creek Cheese. Um, you can find the delicious turmeric nuts and all their other flavors at Isadora Nut Co. And um, Sweet on Vermont is where you're going to get the lovely almond brittle that um, Julie's husband already ate half of. And um, at Puffworks is where you can uh, find out more about those puffs. And remember, if you have a little one, they also have them for like toddlers, like they're like little snack foods, good for like little daycare lunch bags and stuff. Um, you can find more uh, about Julie at what Julie ate. And if you would like to, now I'm going to put the light back on me. Oh gosh, that's really creepy. I just do it up above and it looked like somebody's interviewing me for a newscast, you know. Interrogation. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. Um, you can follow us at Curdbox. And you can get your own curd box at curdbox.com. If you're watching this, uh, Mother's Day just passed. Happy Mother's Day to all our cheese lover moms. Um, and so many of you maybe listening to this got this as a gift um, for Mother's Day. So welcome to the curd box family. Um, but don't leave dad out. Uh, if you purchase before the end of June, dad will get his first box in June. Uh, I believe it's like the week of Father's Day. Um, if not, you can purchase right up until Father's Day and you just will give them a, a, a certificate that says it'll be coming in July. But go ahead, get it now before the end of the month. Get Cross it off your list. This month, May is like crazy month. Julie, I know your little one is still in the three-year-old age, but I it just gets worse. May is like the worst month because you have like no schedule. There's end of the year everything. Everybody's having a graduation party or a bar mitzvah or a wedding or it's just like it's it's the challenging. I know that's why they made Mother's Day in May because it's the most challenging to schedule and get everybody in the same place and you will ultimately forget something and and somebody's going to be mad at you. But we'll leave it on a high note. Get your dad a box. Get your grandpa a box. Get that guy there's always like a dad for you. Actually, great coach, coach's gift. But more importantly, it's great for you and for the family, especially this summer. Take um, the time to um, open a box every month with your family and have cheese night. Um, we have so many people who have written into us who've said like it's, it's their favorite night because the kids didn't get to pick it and mom and dad didn't get to pick it or mom and mom or dad and dad or whoever didn't get to pick it. It's just a surprise and um, and it's experience an experience for all. Anyways, thanks for taking the time to listen. If you've listened to us this long, go try a nut box on your own. And Julie, thanks. We'll talk to you again next month. Bye, everybody. Bye.